got off him, and I was mad. You know, Carrie's brother was standing on the chute smiling, and you know, I said, what the hell are you smiling for? You know, because I felt I was bucked off every jump, you know, and thought it just looked terrible. You know, it felt terrible. Welcome to Beyond the Shoots, where we discuss New York rodeo, the people and the places they take us. Sam Swearingen is from Leicester, New York. He was a rodeo competitor for about 40 years, competing at both ends of the arena, saddle bronc riding and team roping. He was the owner of the Rawhide Rodeo Company, a stock contractor, for about 30 years. He and his company put on several of the biggest and best rodeos in the East, Attica, New York, and in Pennsylvania, Benton, North Washington, and Ford City. He has coached and mentored many rodeo athletes, many that are still competing in rodeo today. And he is simply a fan of the sport that attracted him when he was five. It all started with the John Wayne movie, The Cowboys. As I prepare this episode, he is in London, Ontario, Canada, watching his son Dalen, the 2022 PBR World Champion, ride in a PBR event. By the way, Dalen, a PBR Canadian champion, scored 91.5 points, winning the event. In this episode, Sam talks about how his career as a professional rodeo cowboy started to gain momentum. His winters in Florida were beginning to pay dividends, and his travel took him further and further afield. He tells us about the North American Rodeo Commission's annual finals and his results. And his travel gets easier. With a 21-day ticket, flying becomes another mode of travel. To make your listening easier, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. My name is Doug Simcox. I hope that you enjoy. So you qualify to uh, the IFR. You went there a number of years. IFR 17 you set a new arena record, 89 points. Yeah, I tied the arena record. Tied the arena record. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that ride? Yeah, vividly. <laughs> it was uh, oh, It was a big old roan horse that I never heard of or anything, one of Joe Simons, and went out there, and I was riding fairly good at that time I mean I, I thought I was it's kind of right at the top of my game and I got off him and I was mad you know Carrie's brother was standing on the chute smiling and you know I said what the hell are you smiling for you know because I felt I was bucked off every jump you know and thought it just looked terrible you know it felt terrible mm -hmm. and uh then I watched the replay so, Oh yeah, I did do good. <laughs> yeah. So but, did the score surprise you when they announced oh, it? Oh, immensely. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when I watched the video, it was like, oh shit, that was good. You know, it was real good. You know, there, there's. I got a photo at home where my hat is probably twenty feet out in front of me, where that horse hit the ground and sucked back so hard. You know. Uh, Had you seen the horse go before? No. No. Never seen him, never heard of him, nothing. So Joe Simon, Minnesota, he was out of the Midwest, right? Yeah, Minnesota. He is. Uh, he's a big horseman now. He, he was. He, he was always a big horseman, but uh, now he's Dakota Rodeo and has a lot of great horses. Um. You mentioned Kerry's brother, that, uh, that'd be Kenny, of course. 1985, you're with him, your brother-in-law, you're with him, and he wins his bareback bronc riding championship. Yeah. What do you recall about that? Well, probably the the biggest thing was we are getting on the last horse, you know, to, to win it or lose it, either way. Um, that was the points year. That uh, the finals was done on points. So many points, you came in first, you were ahead, and ver so that you could have a champion that didn't have it sewn up at the end of the year. And uh, he was getting on his horse, and where we rode at his house, they had a camper in there in the arena. And I said, now when you get to the camper, make sure you duck 
just to break the ice, you know, and uh, make it must have worked or I don't know. He probably would have done it anyway, but it was just a, a little something to ease the mind, you know. This is what you work for your whole life, you know. Just do it and do it the way you know how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you remember the ride? Yeah, it was. Uh, I I don't know what horse it was, but it was a bay horse that circled around the left, and he made a real nice ride, really nice. And that was the on my end in the bronc ride, and they they egged me on my first horse that year at the finals, and uh, missed him out. No, nope, said I bucked off him, and I was laying. He did jerk me down at the whistle, and then the horse really bucked, and I. I was making a great ride, and I'd, he jerked me down. I was laying across his neck, and I remember thinking, okay, I got my feet in the stirrups. I haven't touched them, you know. and Got my bronchine. Well, I didn't think of that, uh, you know, but oh. I, and uh, he he banged me up pretty good. I went to the hospital and got some stitches in my head. And Holy cow. I came back, and I said to the judge, I said, why'd you egg me? You know, because I remember laying across his neck saying, okay, this, this is going to hurt, but I'm going to make it, you know. And he said, I didn't. He said, I marked you 43. Oh, wow. And so I went to the other judge. I said, why'd you egg me? He said, you dropped your buck rein. No bitch got, you know, can't do nothing. But when I watched the video, that's what got me stomped on as I held the buck rein to the better end underneath them. So Jerked you down underneath. And going into the last round, it was between me and another guy to win the truck that, that year. And... uh and this was, I'd already got egged on the first horse, so, and I'd pretty, pretty much won every round after that. And he, uh, the other guy's horse reared and was going to come over at about seven and a half, and he double grabbed. But they marked him. I won the round, and I lost the truck by just a little bit, like five points or so. Oh, wow. And, uh, guy was a good guy and he threw the keys to me he said you want to drive your truck he knew (laughs) he knew that uh what it was but uh that would have been pretty cool if we both could have drove the trucks out of there yeah yeah um so 1987 you win apra you win an all-around championship yeah competing the bronc riding and the team roping Mm -hmm. tell us about that yeah, I wasn't a real good team roper, <laughs> but I didn't miss, you know. Okay. I wasn't fast, I wasn't anything, but I didn't miss. And uh, I didn't enter a lot of rodeos, but uh, I must have entered a few and won some money. And it probably was with Mike. Uh, oh, it might have been Chip Hendrickson, a uh, kid that I grew up in high school with. And... We, uh, I won enough. I entered a couple bull ridings and didn't do any good and said that's, you know, to try to get a few more points to, to win the, the trailer. They gave away a horse trailer that year. So how long did you get to keep the horse trailer for life for life? Yeah. Still have it? No, no. Did it have your name on it all around champion? It all had that? all around champion on it. Didn't have my name, but it had all around champion on it. Mm-hmm. And you, you. You hauled your team roping horse in the trailer? I didn't have a team roping horse. <laughs> <laughs> so the trailer was parked for a bit? Yeah. Um, and people used it. and But I did get a horse after a while, you know, that uh, I could team rope on. And, <laughs> and you, are you still team roping today on occasion? Very limited. Very limited. Yeah. Okay. Header or healer? Head. Head. So you're traveling at this time, I believe, with your brother-in-law, Kenny. Yeah. Right. And after he wins the title in 85, he's got, he wants to go west? Yeah. He was going to crack out in the PRCA and see how he'd do him. Clint Corey had just left maybe the year before or that year and was doing very well. And a lot of these guys were making the next step to rodeo. And it was about that time where they 
PRCA got sued for the right to work where they opened it up, where you could then go to anywhere you wanted to go. So, so you bought your card, got yeah. your permit. Yeah. Did you travel a bit? Did you try to go west? Did you think about it? I went some. Uh, I bought the card and went, didn't go in the spring and, you know, I'd go some, uh, but not, not a lot. You know, it, I had a, a business and it was, you know, it, it was hard to, to do it all the time. You know. So did you start then, um, PRCA in the, in the first frontier circuit, the Northeast, um, did you then start to go to Cowtown and I went to Cowtown once or twice in my life. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um it was just so far and the money wasn't worth going to, but I did go to like Gary and North Washington and you know, the bigger ones. Uh, and what I do you remember about that? And there were those rodeos. Um Gary of course is going on I don't know how many years now right 60 some years oh yeah it might might be 70 now. might be 70 uh, and North Washington was PRCA for a number of years and then you you got involved as as a stock contractor and IPRA at that point um, was the association what do you what do you remember about Gary North Washington that August run late July August run I believe Um Gary, I remember getting there, and they kept saying, you get 50 silver dollars if you win the day. You know, if you win the round that day, they give you a bonus of 50 silver dollars. 50 silver dollars. Yeah. So the first day I won it, and I went up there to get my 50 silver dollars. I was so excited to get that 50 silver, and they handed me a $50 bill. Oh, I said, I thought there were silver dollars. Well, we don't do that anymore. I said, okay. Uh, you know, of course, the $50 bill's gone before you leave the grounds. But, <laughs> right, right. Uh, but 50 silver dollars would have been cool to have. It would have been great. Yeah, especially it, it used to be four or five goes. You went down there four or five rides. Really? Yeah. Okay, on the week. Okay. Yeah. And which Gary was nice because I could work all day. Drive, it was two hours away. Drive, ride, come back, do it again and again and again. And uh, North Washington was the same way. It was four or five goes, and that wasn't as easy. I could only work till noon and two o'clock, I guess. I had it down pretty good. You go till two o'clock, and you go down, you get on, you head right back up, so you get a little rest and yeah. back to work the next day. Yeah. Who, who was the stock contractor that uh, or stock contractors that you remember from Gary? Gary, the first ones that when it was opened up was uh, out of Florida. Uh, D, 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 Matt Dryden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. He, he put it on. And then uh, North Washington, the first time I went was Bob Barnes. Was Barnes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, then Barnes got Gary, and yeah. and do you remember competitors, big big name, maybe at the time coming from the West? There wasn't that many. No, it, it kind of run its course from the big names coming back east. Um, there, there wasn't that many at there. Now Bob did some other rodeo that uh in virginia and out through there that had some good money uh hamburg new york you got some had some good money and oh, okay. uh they you know you got some real players there so that opened up i mean the prca went from only two opportunities right two different venues to all of a sudden you you've got more you can get to exactly and, and it opened up pretty good you know, uh, it took a few years, you know, till Bob, once he came back there, got some of those other rodeos. But uh, he, he did, like the first year it opened up, I won the circuit, and I probably went to four or five rodeos. Okay. Uh, and where were the circuit finals that year? Cowtown. Cowtown. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how many days or how many rounds? Do you I think know? three rounds. Um, uh, you know, they came up said well if you 
do good in this last round, you'll win it for the year. And I said, no, that can't be. You know, I only been to a handful of rodeos. And I won the round and won it for the year. But I didn't know this, but when I took Dalen to Florida Kissimmee to the Dodge Circuit Finals, it had past champions in there. And I was looking through the program, and I won the all-around that year also. You didn't but remember that to you read they it? They never told me. Oh, they never I told never you? never knew anything about it. And team roping then? Yeah, I team roped uh, okay. with maybe once with Kenny Van Pelt. Okay. And uh, You made a little money? Made a little money at Cowtown, and uh, it was so bad they had me so freaked out about the score line. Yeah, you know, such a score. You're not going to. And I mean, they had me, and I sat there in the box, and Kenny said, Go! <laughs> <laughs> but and I don't know if it it could have been a misprint that Mike won the all around, oh, but okay. I, I I find that hard to believe. Never got a buckle, never got a <laughs> nothing that I won the all around. We need to call the PRC. <laughs> we need to call Colorado Springs. Well, I'll leave that up to you. Good. I'm not going to call and say, "Hey, did I win?" <laughs> you owe Mike uh, or Sam. I'm sorry, you owe Sam a buckle or a saddle or, or something. a saddle. Absolutely. What's going on? So, so speaking of saddles, how many saddles do you have? How many have you won? I think I've won 19. 19 saddles. Do you still have them all? No. I've got two. Did you use them? Two. Um, I've used all but these two. All but the two. Yeah. Okay. And I was, I don't know. I, I gave them away thinking, you know, give me back when I'm old and all that. But, you know, they get used and abused and... And that's okay. You know, the two I got were the two NARC saddles, the North American Rodeo Commissions, the two I got left. So let's talk a little bit about that. That um, You were sharing a little bit with me last night about this, the North America Rodeo Commission. Um, how many years was that in existence? And tell me what kind of their, their mission was. I think it probably went on a, between 10 and 15 years. Okay. Um, so not just a short stint. It was yeah. fairly, fairly good. Um, it, the concept is really, was real good. Uh, they took contestants from Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, Canada, United States, from different regions or associations, they took their top two or three guys, and you got to compete against each other. And uh, so, kind of like the American, kind of, kind of the same concept that anybody can go and try to win this event. And it, uh, yeah. So you're qualified before it's time you know like the american is set up differently it's kind of a big jackpot but uh this was the top guys in the association got to go and compete at certain places and where was this held i think they started before i my time mike went to gallup new mexico was the first one i knew then they went to uh oh it might have been El Paso for the next bunch of years, you know. And Winter rodeo? November. November. Yeah. Okay. It went to Denver for a couple of years. Oh, Maybe wow. before El Paso, it went to Denver for a couple of years and then to El Paso. And it finished up in Charlotte, not Charlotte, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. And you knew of this, the North America Rodeo Commission? You had heard of it? Yeah. I uh, I I heard of it and I wanted to get there. You know, okay. it, it was a okay. it was a goal. So qualifying the bronc riding. Yeah. How many contestants in in the event? Well, I would say there was probably over a hundred. You know. In in each event. In they, each event. If they took the top three from all these associations plus all these countries i mean they had slack in the bronc ride you know every event oh, wow. had slack at nine in the morning you were going and yeah 
Wow. And the Bronx came from? All over. All over. PRCA stuff, everything. Yeah. I, you know, they had lots of contractors, you know. A lot of guys from Canada brought stuff down. I thought, why the heck would you go from Canada to El Paso or whatever? But uh, they were they were from contractors. I New Mexico. I got on some, and there was a guy out of Canada. I got on a couple of his horses, and it, yeah, it uh, it was a big deal. How many days? I think it ran a week. And how many, how many, did you have qualifiers? No. No? Well, the qualifier was in the association end of it. And, and during the, during the finals itself, were there, you advanced or it was average based? It was average based. It was two goes. Two goes. And then a short go. Okay. And uh, what do you recall about the first one? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, oh, the first one was Denver. Yeah, Denver. I do recall. Okay. I uh, missed the horse out on, and was 43 on one side and missed him out on the other. So that didn't go well. And legit miss out? He said my spur was past the horse's neck. Okay. So okay. legit, I guess. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't know? You thought you were in oh, position? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. You know. Uh kind of a it was a little horse and yeah yeah so whatever it be right, um, right and the next year i came back and won the short go so back up that first year miss the first horse out you call your second horse your second ride uh i don't think i placed okay i don't okay okay so second year you come back yeah where where was it this year that was in Denver also. Denver also. Okay. Um, two goes still in a short round. Yeah. First horse. I don't know. It wasn't anything special because I don't remember. You know, okay. Um, okay. But made the short go. You did. Whatever the two long goes, I made the short go. Okay. And uh, ended up winning the short go. Okay. Yeah. And tough horses in the short go, like we, you'd imagine? They, they really bucked. You know, they they did a great job of making a nice even pen, and uh, you know, it was good. So you win the short round or short go rather, that wins your first title. No, no. I did. I didn't win it. You I, didn't. No. Okay. But I won the short go. Okay. Remember what that paid? It. I got out of there with three or four thousand, I think, which so worth the trip. Yeah, and that was a year that was, <laughs> we, uh, Kenny, Carrie's brother, and I bought these airline tickets. You could fly anywhere for 21 days, as long as you didn't go to the same city twice. Okay. <laughs> so did we go to some rodeos? <laughs> really? Yeah, it okay. was really good. And back then you could, like, Kenny didn't make the short go. And I did, so he flew and went to Florida to a Longhorn Rodeo. Okay. And uh, Mike was down there. I gave Kenny my ticket. Kenny gave my ticket to Mike. Mike flew back to, I think, Harrisburg or somewhere where the AFR was a week later. And I had to buy a ticket to go from Denver back there. But you won you won some money. Yeah, I won some money. <laughs> you won some money. So you were jets I mean you were big time. You guys were jetting around the country to rodeo. I, I thought you guys had traveling partners and you spent tons of hours and miles in pickup trucks and sleeping in sleeping in the back seat and, and I was feeling sorry for you. Well, we did through the summer. This was just a twenty one day excursion. <laughs> which uh it was you know, that was you know, to come up with the five hundred some dollars for that ticket was a lot of money, but it was well worth it. When we were said and done, we we had a good week. Did the airline lose money on you? You think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So the the next year you qualify again. Yeah, and I don't remember. Of course, you only remember when you do good. You know, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that was the last year it was at Denver or then it went to El Paso. But there was a number of years at El Paso that I was right there top that should have won it and didn't. You know, something went wrong. And mm -hmm. uh, I remember a short go in El Paso and that horse just jerked the fire out of me. I couldn't, he was jerking me so hard, I was trying to double grab. I couldn't get to there and just beat me to death. And Monty Henson said, hmm. What's the matter, Sam? <laughs> he was a little strong, wasn't he? Oh, I said, my. yeah. Uh, and then another year I went into the short go seven points ahead of everybody. I mean, just had a phenomenal first two rounds, a one-one round or split it, and, you know, was way ahead of everybody and was had a horse that I had the year before and in a long go and just a, tweeter easy to ride spur me and my spur went in the back cinch and hung up I, yeah hung uh, for a jump or whatever no it was the rest of the ride rest of the ride yeah okay so that cost me winning it for sure but it wasn't my turn yeah yeah so what adjustments did you make to your equipment after that <laughs> yeah i i did uh it went through right through the back billet, and I had the back was lined with uh, nylon. You know, at that time they had the nylon in there, and it, that just the spur just had a little bit of a screw out there, and it just hung in that stuff. And, oh wow! Yeah, you know, but grind off that screw. Yeah, it was no more, not even a nub there. <laughs> uh, so you never hung up again like that or, or, or sat on your foot or anything like well, I that? I sat on my foot a few times, Did but you? I never hung never it in hung there. It. That had to be quite a that had to be quite an adjustment to to because one foot's forward, I take it. Yeah, you, <laughs> and after about three or four jumps you spurred with one foot because yeah. you said, Well, it ain't coming out. Right. You know. And had to had to take my boot off on the bronc to get off the horse. Are you kidding? Yeah. And luckily took it was some talent luckily it was a horse that you know when he dallied off it was you know he was just a good old bronc and i, I kept telling the pickup man i cannot get it out you yeah, know yeah. it was there and <clears throat> yeah wow so not for you that year wasn't my turn <clears throat> your turn and it plays in i uh I mean, we can talk about passion and skill and all of that, motivation, um, but luck luck comes in? Yeah. I mean, it freak things happen that either let you win them or don't let you win. Right. You know, right. It, uh, and how do you move through those things, past those things? Got to go down the bronc, you know? Yeah, and I was not one to forget so easy when i screwed up it would weigh on my mind instead of saying oh that's over let's go to the next as you learn in life you know you can't do anything you can't bring it back so mm -hmm. don't make that mistake again you know and dalen's very good at that okay you know okay. that's over and done with yeah we're going to the next one and i was not that way it's like if i'd have done this or if i'd have done that and i just let it play in my mind mm-hmm and that affected your riding? No, I'm sure it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Affected the drive? Yeah. To the next one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> affected everybody yeah. around you yeah. because you wouldn't shut up about it. You know, if I'd have done this, right? I'm sure they wanted to say, shut the hell up. You screwed up. Just do it, you know? Yeah. And you probably still still had $2,000 in your pocket mm. from, from the weekend. Uh, well. It's hard to say. You made some money, right? Yeah. Other than that, right? Um, so you go back again. You keep qualifying, which is a, I, it's just a cool story. Yeah, and uh, the the first time I won it, it was I had a horse called War Sam's. I seen him. I liked him. I thought this is this is good, you know. And I messed him up. And what does that mean? Messed him up. Oh, the saddle kind of slid back, and I didn't didn't get you know it just wasn't 
the ride. You got an image in your mind of what how you want to ride, and it mm-hmm. was not that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if I was supposed to win it that year, but I won it. You know, the whole thing. You won your first yeah North for, championship, right? Wow. And you know they they'd have uh, for the top guys. You know they took the top twelve back. They'd have breakfast and like that for you go there, and they had all the saddles set out, and I wouldn't go look at them. You know, and it was stupid. You know, now looking back, like I would never go to a finals if I wasn't in it. Because, no, you want to go watch that stuff so you get the desire to go. I see. You I know, see. and uh, you want to look at that saddle so you get the desire to win it, not, oh, you know. And What was, was the shift? We talked about it earlier. The shift from my goal is to make the finals, in my mind, to... No, I'm here to win this. Of course, I got to get to the finals, but I'm here to win it all. When did that shift start to come? Um, later in life, where it was like, you know, if you have the mindset to just be there, and that gets a little old after a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, second place is second place. So who was that? You know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, it it did it did change more after a bit you know the wanting to win and and be a winner mm-hmm. uh, had a sponsor come up to me the year that I lost it when I run the spur in there he said you know after you win this come see me you know and I walked by him and not a word after I oh, didn't no. win it All right. so uh, I'll be done. So, Which is rightfully so, you know, yeah. and that might have been the whole click to, hey, second sucks. Right, right, right. Were sponsorships coming in at that time? Very limited. Yeah. Very limited. Yeah. Um, still have that saddle, the first win? Yep. First buckle? You still got uh, that buckle? Oh, the NARC buckle? Yeah. Yeah. Got that first one. Yeah. Okay. That, that was pretty cool. It had... They gave go-round buckles then, you know, that kind of wasn't heard of anywhere, not the NFR, not anywhere so that I knew of. So you've been out. This was your third or fourth one when you won it? Oh, probably fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. Yeah. And at that point, you like, time to go. Time to go west. Time to break out. No, I never, I never ever did say time to go west and break never. out. Never. I had a wife and kid mm-hmm. and I, uh, a business and yeah I I did after I won it that year I did have some people that said you know why don't you just come live with us and, and rodeo mm-hmm. you know and that was west yeah okay mm-hmm. but it just just wasn't meant to be you know yeah. I, I've seen these people just bust their butts and not get anything out of it but headaches and I didn't want to be that person. Yeah, I didn't have that desire to just go see if I could make the NFR, see if I could do it. Do I wish I would have? Yeah, no. Hindsight. How, so hindsight, uh, in the same situation, family, job, all that sort of thing, knowing what you know today, remembering what you were then, what your talents were, where you were health-wise and everything, would it be a different decision? It would be a different decision from the start. You know, uh, I thought you were brought up in this thing. You know, I was 23 years old when I got married, and that was old. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. our family was the mindset, you know, 18s when you get married, you know, and it's just. I say the mindset. Nobody yeah. ever said it, but, yeah. you know, it's what happened. That was the custom. Yeah. And uh, now if I'd have changed it from the start, but no, I'm I'm happy with what it was, you yeah. know. You yeah. can't. Would yeah. I like to try one year? Yeah. I would yeah. like to try one yeah. year, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and I got to imagine NARC um, had to be that big exposure. I mean, 100 contestants in the same event. You mentioned Monty Henson. Who 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 else do you remember? 
I remember Billy Etbauer, oh, wow. and he was just a kid, and uh, we we both made the short go, and he uh, he had this horse that really bucked, really bucked, and I got Doc, I got Doc, and he was all excited and jumping around, and I said, well, I'm glad you got him and not me, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and he bucked Billy off, I okay. mean, this horse really bucked, and uh, but that's, you know. He's probably the only other, you know, one. And I think Monty Henson was there on sponsorship or oh, something like that. Okay, not competing. But, no. Okay. It, uh, it was because we were on the same plane, you know, going going out or in or something like that. On that 21-day pass still? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it comes, you don't know, I've... I've was on a, it might have been on that 21-day pass, but the stewardess comes up and says, oh, you're Sam Swearingen, aren't you? And I says, hmm? Or she said, I know you. And I said, I don't think so, you know. <laughs> and uh, then she said my name, and I said, yeah. But her husband was a bronc rider. Oh. And, uh, yeah. So your name is known. Well, and her husband was, was a bronc rider, and now her son their son made this NFR the same year Damon did in the bareback ride. In the bareback ride. We'll have uh, to look that Winna, up. Winnemucca, Nevada is Winnemucca, where they're from. Nevada. So do you remember the stewardess's name or the bronc rider's name? Uh, I don't remember the stewardess's name. Uh, yeah. I thought, what a great gig. You know, he gets to fly wherever he wants to fly for free back then you could and uh but uh his it was uh montero uh trenton montero was and uh he he was actually i went him and his brother they're from winnemucca nevada yeah the name winnemucca is going to stick in your mind yeah, because yeah. It's fun to the, say the coolest name in the world absolutely you know? they all are on walla walla washington i like winnemucca much absolutely. better absolutely uh but uh, where are you from sam yeah not winnemucca <laughs> <laughs> lester <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh winnemucca what a great name and him and his brother we went to italy with them and uh, so, okay. just good now, people. Before we go off on Italy, because I did have that on my notes to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, let's finish up NARC. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you won your first title. Won the first title and uh, won another one a mm-hmm. uh, couple, three years later. Uh, it uh, It was great don't really remember a lot about it i don't think it set the world on fire but i won it uh the only person to ever win it twice as far as i know oh wow and should have probably won it four or five times but you right, know it right. wasn't my turn right and uh then went with the with the narc sent a team over to australia oh this was this was through narc still yeah oh okay the australian was through narc and uh, okay that was pretty pretty neat. Uh, so, Australia. Yeah. That, okay, because we had said Italy before. More to come in the story. Yeah, more to come. Okay. Australia, Australia's with the NARC. They sent their champions, got to go over and compete against the Australians. Okay. Yeah. What do you remember about that? Um, I remember trying to drive in Australia, and very difficult. <laughs> Right hand, left hand drive. Yeah, left hand. So we, I just followed somebody. They must have thought I was stalking them, but yeah. I didn't want to yeah. turn in the wrong lane or whatever. It, it, it it's, it's, it's different. But uh, no, the rodeo. It was called the Royal Easter Show, and it was a big event. And uh, what city? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Okay. And uh, was was a big deal, and horses were outstanding. Uh, they had one there that I never, and it was a team concept, so you could pick what you wanted to get on. Okay. But uh, they had one there, a Cobra was, oh, buck. Oh. And I didn't get on Another guy said, I want him, I want him, I can ride him. Well, it didn't work out for him, but uh, right. 
Australian Bronx. Yep. Everything from Australia. And it is, you know, it was probably about 20 years behind what we were used to. You know, the contractor would come up there and put the flank on the horse. And, you know, nice people, you know, rough, tough sons of guns, you know. But uh, he, he said, how come the flank ain't on the horse? And I just kind of smiled at him like, what do you mean? And the next day he ripped me, how come the flank ain't on the horse? I said, what do you mean? I'm supposed to flank my own horse? They said, yeah, that's what we do. I said, oh, well, next time I'll put the flank on, you know. Okay. But, uh, oh, my. Yeah, you know, just different things. And the culture, it was, it was really unique. And I was going to stay over there and go to a lot of rodeos, travel the country and go to rodeos. But it was the rainy season, and they said, you just won't go. There's, it's not like you got bridges. You just drive across the creeks and, and go. And uh, so I did go to some people's houses and see them, and uh, we, he said, well, go get on a bus and take it to the train and get on the train and take a bus and then I'll meet you in town and that's about an hour from where we live and just beautiful country at least I got out and seen some of it and we're driving along cattle in the road you know and you just hit them with your cattle guard and they keep going and <laughs> then all of a sudden he stops dead and I said what are you stopping for you've been bumping into them all the way he said these are mine <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> my property yeah um, so how long were you, were you in Australia? I was there probably two weeks. And and what? How'd you do at the rodeo? Um, I did well. Um, didn't didn't win everything, but uh, I I held my own really well. Yeah. And there was prize money. I mean, you were able to keep that, even though it was a team concept, and you were it was you were kind of sponsored, right, by by NARC to get yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You it wasn't completely free trip but it was good mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it was well worth it mm -hmm. and, you know one enough to cover it and that's a long plane ride oh yes <laughs> i think it was 18 hours or yeah, something like yeah. that and took your own saddle took all your own gear yep. just like always yep and i just the, the biggest thing i remember about customs is when we took our saddles and stuff and they had to spray them all down with some kind of disinfectant for okay. the bugs or something like that that mess up your um your your rosin on your no uh, it didn't help it okay. didn't hurt so it was good <laughs> i had a good mixture <laughs> <laughs> so on that same trip did you do italy no 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 italy was completely separate still narc no no italy was with uh first frontier who said it so back Team over there. So back me way up on this. So first frontier, the PRCA. Yeah. That circuit sent a team. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so much a team. It was just more of a group of people that went over for more of an exhibition rodeo. Okay. Yeah. So kind of a foreign exchange kind of a thing. Yeah, there was nobody else but us there riding. Just First Frontier, or were there other well, there PRCA was, circuits? There was other PRCA guys, but it wasn't. It was just more of a exhibition of rodeo yeah. for the people. So did this come from PRCA corporate or PRCA headquarters? Mm, I don't think so. I think Betsy probably put it all together. Holy Somebody. cow. Somebody got a hold of her or something. And okay. So what do you remember about that trip? Uh, let me ask. Spaghetti? Yeah. I mean, it's Italy. You got <laughs> you to gotta have pizza out of the oven and uh, yeah. spaghetti pizza with egg on it. You know, never seen that before. And <laughs> it was the, the biggest thing I remember. We, we were going to... Uh, castle and i yeah i don't want to go you know have that uh, it was the neatest thing to see the engineering at that time they had a cannonball room where they could roll the cannonballs to any cannon in the whole castle so okay. when they built that they had to have this design to have a path to go up to that room you know guns were 
13 feet long. It had three people hold them. It, it just was things to cripple horses for people coming in, like spikes in the ground they put on oh. the ground if you're riding your horse in to try to conquer you. Yeah. Um, hot oil things they dumped over the side. You know, it was just so to survive and all. It was just amazing what they did. Yeah. You know? So learned a bit while you were there, it sounds like. Yeah, learned, you know, opened my mind to, well, maybe rodeo is not the only thing. You don't need to sit in a room and wait. It was it was pretty cool. And uh, the, actually, the, the Monterios, they went to Rome, and the guy putting it on didn't want them to go. And uh, so... Later that night, they came back, and I ran down and banged on their door and started just speaking like, rah, 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 you know, some freaky, like it was a different language and scared the heck out of them because they thought the guy that was paying for all the trip and doing everything was going to jump their ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Um, so where in Rome, or I'm sorry, where in Italy were you then? Uh, Florence, I Florence. think. Florence. Okay. And we did go to Venice and you did. check that out. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you had time to do some sightseeing. It wasn't just there, rodeo, and go home. Right. Uh, it was, yeah, you had a few days beforehand and after, and, you know, you got, I think you rode like, just like once a day or something. And uh, by the end, uh, the horses were loping. Mm -hmm. They weren't. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't bucking horses to speak of. Okay, okay. The bulls and stuff weren't real punchy. And um, I remember Butch Kirby went in the bull ride. And okay. His wife was running barrels, but they just put him on horses to, to do it, you know. Yeah. But it, it was neat. It was a neat experience. And and the crowds? They weren't real good. No. 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 So there's no other rodeo in Italy? No, I think the... Probably the advertisement or something, you know, you don't know. Uh, right. Right. And we got to go to a place that had cars. I mean, it was all these Ferraris and some of the bomb shelter where they had the cars were bomb proof and, you know, climate controlled. And same thing with wine cellars that they had, uh, you know, stuff that... You wouldn't think of. I mean, how much money was in that garage would be yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. What an interesting adventure. It was pretty cool. That is really cool. I knew you had gone. I'd heard the stories of you going, but I had no idea that the first frontier circuit, sounds like Betsy Harris, you think organized it. She had something to do with it. That is, that is crazy. Yeah. That is just and so cool. I really wasn't going to go they said something to me and uh, you know i wasn't gonna mess with it and then when push came to shove i had my passport and didn't have to do anything i said hey, yeah i'll give it a, give it a try you only only gonna do it once so yeah, absolutely what a trip what an opportunity my goodness um so italy was before after your second narc title after i believe after and step us through that second title you've already got the belt buckle you already got the title from the first and you said it was a how many more years between one and your first win your second win it uh i think the saddle was 89 the first one and 93 93 so four years between yeah. and where was it this year in 90 in, yeah It could have been Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. So Either that or home. El Paso, one or the other. And Okay. Uh, the, I don't know, but I took livestock to to Charleston. To Charleston. Yeah. Okay. And you competed at Charleston? Yeah. Um, so tell me about the second the second championship. Um, it was what, what I wanted to do at that time. I wanted to win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it was desire. You'd make drive. that. You'd make that switch. Yeah. That, it that it, it turned. If you're there, let's 
let's do it yeah. not not pretend or not just see if you can get there and let them think you can win but uh, now i want to win and and how did that affect your riding um it gave me i needed it at that time because it was starting to get more mundane i guess it, 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 when you do it for a long time it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when i quit i was having to get myself up to ride i see you know I see. and if you have to do that it's not worth doing right. bad things are going to happen right if you're not if your motor's not running ahead of time you, you shouldn't have to get it there yeah and that started getting my motor running okay again Sam's IFR adventures and successes are well documented. In 1985, he ties Gene Maynard for the Saddle Bronc riding arena record with an 89-point ride. And still today, he has vivid memories of that ride. His best ride ever felt like his worst ride ever, and then the score came in. Imagine 100 of the best Saddle Bronc riders assembled for a two-head average to qualify the top 12 to the short go. To be able to compete at this level is incredible. I really enjoyed when he talked about throwing the switch from just wanting to make the short go to setting the goal of winning it all. He wins two North America Rodeo Commission championships. He is the only Saddle Bronc rider to win those two NARC championships. Now this championship opened the door for him to travel to Australia to represent the United States. What a two-week adventure he had. He continues his foreign rodeo travel to Italy to represent the PRCA. Tomorrow, I will be interviewing Marcus Mast, Team Kansas City Outlaws, just off of his PBR World Finals two weeks ago. I hope that you enjoy these stories. If you do, please share it with your friends. Help us spread the word. To make your listening easier, you can find us on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. Reminder, check out the New York State Rodeo Museum Facebook group page and become a member. If you have any pictures that go along with these stories, please post them in the comments below the podcast postings. Help Betty Johnson capture and catalog these great New York State Rodeo memories. This is Beyond the Shoots. Until next time... This is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.